Good evening and welcome back to the ME7 podcast for episode 13. The Jills lost at the south coast of Dover on Saturday, losing 2-0 to Andy Hessenthaler's Dover Athletic. But Monday morning come around this morning and a former Jills forward signed back in ME7 as Mikel Mandron walked through the door. Tonight, we are joined by Matthew Olsen and Kent online reporter Luke Caldwell. Luke and Matt, how are you? Good. Good, good thank Hot, you. Like everyone else, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good, good. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you both went to... You both went to to sunny Dover, should we call it on on Saturday? Um, yeah, Matt, we'll start with you then. Uh, give us give us your assessment of of the game on Saturday. I, I thought we played well, passed the ball around a lot, um, got into some good positions. We just had nothing in the final third, um, and 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 that's not saying uh, that Lewis Walker wasn't playing. Yeah, didn't play bad, but you could tell we were lacking. Uh, you know proven goal scorer okay uh yeah luke um yeah just give us your assessment yeah please. sounds about right some of the some of the football they were trying to play was pretty good actually it was quite a refreshing change actually having the past few years it's just at the back lump it forward and they were sort of passing it around and and trying to play the right way but like you say there was just no sort of cutting edge there was there um and afterwards neil harris hinted the fact that he hasn't got a a target man so if he wanted to mix it up a bit he didn't have that option so it was a case of they were having to pass it around because they had they had no other option really i know walker played but didn't really work for them i don't think on on saturday um but there was encouraging signs there despite the defeat um they were trying to do a few decent things and he's what got about five or six seven players maybe to sign yet so things yeah, can change yeah that's yeah that's yeah. very very true um matt we've certainly i i i went to folkestone um the previous week um obviously you went to Dover on Saturday um and, and we've seen in these past two games um that there is a complete change in style of play that we're we're, we're trying to we're trying to or Harris is trying to implement this preseason what did you make of the of the style of football that that you were seeing on Saturday afternoon um I absolutely loved it to be honest as a Jules fan um and as a football fan um I I, I, yes, we had to play to our strengths for the last couple of years, you know, getting the ball up top uh, to, to to Big V. But to to be honest, seeing the ball played around the floor, seeing Sean Williams, uh, everything sort of seemed, seemed to go through him. Uh, you know, he was picking out players on the, on the wings. We were pushing players out wide. We were pulling players all over the park. It's what you want to see. You want to see a team actually play proper football and this seems like Neil Harris is is really playing, you know, trying to get the boys to play you know, proper football. Yeah, um, yeah, Luke. Um, we also um, obviously saw for the first time um, the, the the new Ipswich Town Centre yeah. um, signed yeah. on loan. Um, Elwyn Baggett um, obviously signed a long season loan the, the, the day before. What did you make of make of, the, of his performance? I was. Um, you talk about the the sort of style of play, and he he was pivotal to that as well as Sean Williams. He, he, he wanted to, to sort of play around. There was a few misplaced passes from him. That's to be expected his first game. And there was the mistake that led to Dover's goal, which sort of uh, ruined what was a great sort of performance really from him. I think before that, I'd been raving about him to the people I was sat with, sort of saying, like, this fellow's brilliant, isn't he? 
And uh, I don't know if I cursed him or what, but uh, but you know, get these get these mistakes out of the way, I suppose, in pre-season maybe, and and learn from them. But uh, he he does look like a a, a footballing playing centre back, and it's uh, it's refreshing to see someone not just lump it forward. Yeah, I, yeah. Go on, oh, sorry, I, I was going to say he, he, I was I was behind the goal. Uh, behind uh, the uh, the goal when they scored, and I, I felt really sorry for him because you could see he was just slowly starting to build into the game, and and that one mistake is, is okay. You know your head's going to drop, but he's been with the team. You know what? Less than twenty four hours, yeah, it's, it, yeah. it'll come, and it, it was good. But uh, 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 I found out an amazing fact: he's actually got uh, more international caps than he has league appearances. <laughs> uh, Ten international caps for as Indonesia. Um, and scored a couple of goals for him as well, but you know he, he he's he's got some talent that boy, and and I think we're really going to enjoy seeing him play for, uh, in a dual shirt this year. It's good that I mean he's a young one, isn't he? But Neil hasn't relied on bringing young ones in, is he? He's got a lot of experience in there now, and players that with know how, so he knows what he's going to get from them. So hopefully I mean, there won't be too many sort of mistakes like that because he knows what he's going to get from the likes of Williams and O'Keefe and all that. Absolutely. I mean, any any player who, I don't care who you are, whether you're playing for Indonesia or you're playing for England, if you've got 10 international caps under your belt, that, that says a lot about you as a person. Um, you know, they, they rave about him over there. I've seen so many pictures of him and quotes that he's put, put out. And, you know, even he's, what, 19 years old? Yeah. He's got a, a very sort of wise head on his shoulders. And I, and I say, I think Jules fans this year, I think we're going to be in for a real treat with him. He's massive as well. I walked past him in the car park, and I'm I'm, I'm not very big anyway. And I, I was looking up, but he's he's towering. He's he's a big guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, and and Luke, you touched on it there about about uh, about the signings that Neil Harris have, has made. Obviously, including Mikel Mandron that we'll yeah. co- we'll come on to later later this evening. Um, there, I, I think it's fair to say. I think the the word to probably use is astute. By Neil, Neil Harris, mm. they're, they're yeah. signings that um, he hasn't just he hasn't just gone out and and just signed bodies or or, or anybody. It's a mixture of youth and experience, and he's he stuck to his word that he's had interviews with you guys and and also yeah. the, the media team at Jules. He said that he wants that blend of youth and experience with uh, I think eight through the door now. Um, they are it, it, it is a real good blend of, of youth and experience, isn't it? Yeah, he'd be the first one to say how sort of frustrated he is that it's taken so long. But you, in some ways, there's two sides of it, isn't it? Do you take your time and get the, the right players or, or rush it and then you have 20 players at the start of pre-season to work with? But may, maybe just let's hope it, it, it works out like this because every sort of player that comes through the door, you, you're sort of looking at it and thinking, oh, that's not bad, actually, that's not bad. And by the end of this week, he might be up to 16, 17. And if he wants a squad of 20, then... He's not far off, is he? No, no, very true. And and I I, I do have the memory as well is that um, not not to not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but certainly when we were in this league last time under Martin Allen, I I remember going back then that it was again a blend yeah. of youth and experience that Martin Allen went and signed, and yeah, he went and signed astute people that had been there and done it, and yeah. and, and and not again, all of, not all of them came straight away as well. There were some no. Exactly, but if you look at the signings that that Harris has made already, that obviously Sean Williams has come through the door, he's got promotion. Scott Kaskiv has got promotion. Yeah, he, he's gone and signed players that have have been there and and done it and and got the t-shirt. But then he's also got that youth in there as well. Matt, uh, uh, come to you as well. What have you made of the of the transfer 
policy and and also the signings that Harris has brought through the door? Um, I'll, I'll be totally honest. I, I'm not worried. Not yet. Uh, you know, if the season was kicking off next next week, then yeah, maybe I'll be slightly worried. But at the moment, I'm not worried. The signings that we have made have been quality signings. They're, they're not just to make up numbers. They're key for the way Harris wants to play. He's picked, you know, he hasn't just gone out and signed any random person. He's making sure he gets the best players. In terms of our transfer policy, some may disagree with me, but I'm kind of glad we're doing it. I'm glad we're not getting into debt. I'm, I'm glad we're not going to end up, you know, millions of pounds in debt and potentially folding. We need money in the club, of course. We, we need investment, but we have to pay, play and pay within our means. And, you know, we, we can't be held out, you know, at gunpoint and told this player needs to be paid this much if he's going to come to you. If a player wants to, you know, hold a club for ransom, let them do it. You know, let, let them do it. They, they obviously don't want to play for the club. People should, any, any player, they shouldn't be looking at going, am I going to be playing for Gillingham? They should be looking at, I'm going to be going to play Neil Harris is drilling him. I'm going to learn from this man. He's going to, you know, enhance my game even more. And and I think a lot of players that are potentially looking at coming to us, that they need to consider that. You know, Neil Harris, you know, he's got a proven track record with obviously Millwall, with Cardiff. He's done wonders with some of their players. So, yeah, yes, we need to sign players, but we shouldn't just sign any random. It's got to be players that have enhanced and also want to come and learn from Neil Harris. Yeah, definitely. Um, Luke, you've obviously you've been you've been at both the friendlies now, both both folks in Dover. One one win, one loss. Um, we talk about obviously we've we've been very positive on it tonight. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the comments haven't been so positive. Yeah. Um, just looking at the past two games from Neil Harris's team. What what would you what 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 would you have what over what have you made of of the two games so far? Yeah, it's it's hard in pre season, isn't it? Because they they've just glorified training sort of sessions, aren't they, in front of fans? So you can sort of pick the bones out of them, but it it, it doesn't really make any odds, does it? You can have a, a cracking sort of pre season and then have a rubbish season. Um, it's just about fitness at the minute. I think I think we'll probably see more of of the team once he's got the numbers there. So I think I think Portsmouth will be an interesting one coming up on Saturday, yeah. just to see if he's got a few extra players in there. Um, and then we got Southend, don't we, coming up just before yeah. the start of the season? Um, maybe judge it a bit more then. I think I think these first two games are just chucking players on for 45, 60 minutes just to get them fit. Yeah, very yeah. but it is interesting seeing the the sort of the shape he's been setting up and the style of football has yeah. been quite interesting and quite encouraging i'd say sorry to be positive again <laughs> <laughs> no that's very true what the unfortunately the one downside on saturday was that um actually maynard brewer got him got himself mm. injured in, in what yeah. um was obviously uh a dislo- dislocated shoulder yeah um, luckily um he neil harris did say he managed to pop it back in yeah. um but but i think some fans did speak to him and and Ashley said himself that it's not great, um, Matt. Not not great when one of your new signings goes and pops your shoulder out. Two games <sighs> no. in, no, not at all. I mean, I was, I was behind the goal uh, when it happened. Um, I, I could see something um, it, which looked like yeah, it popped out. But yeah, they got on. They looked like they put it in straight away. 
do you know what? For the first 18 minutes, obviously, I was so impressed with him. He was so vocal, you know, shouting out very clear, precise instructions. And I thought, you know, wow, this is, uh, you know, we've got a good goalkeeper on our hands. Um, the injury, look, it happens. Players get injured. And um, was it uh, Turner? Uh, uh, turn of the other uh, yeah. yeah yeah so um i i thought was was excellent the only thing, only thing i did worry with him is i didn't hear him he wasn't as vocal but i think we've, we've got two good goalkeepers hopefully the injury is not too bad and a few weeks yeah so a few months hopefully and, and, and he might be back yeah yeah very it, it, true. Dep- it depends doesn't it because it, i mean max aimer you had it all it uh, has problems doesn't he the same mm. and i think when he had it once he was out for months and then it happened again and it i think he played the next game i, I can't mm. remember he was out, I, out and then straight back in I so believe I, I guess Maynard Boo did it, did it last season as well. I think he somebody did, had yeah. said, yeah. On loan at Ross County, yeah. And it, he, he didn't come back, did he? So, no. um, yeah, it's it's a worry whether it's it's going to be that sort of length or... And, and Neil Harris was of the opinion, well, until I know for certain, I'm not commenting, Yeah, really. Um, yeah, which, the, the lucky thing is on loan, I suppose. Yeah, yeah which is which is fair enough. Um, yeah, which is fair enough. Um we had we had we, we obviously had a total of uh, of six trialists um mm-hmm. on, on Saturday. I think it's six. Um Shay, I can't be wrong, Shay, Shay Alexander, Jordan Green, Lewis Walker, Jacob Mensa, Reese Greenidge, and Henry Wise. That is six. There we go. There's the six. There's the six that were on trial. Um anyone, any of them stand out for you, Matt? Any of them stand up for you? Um was it Henry Wise? Uh, the he came on in the second half. I thought he showed some very good moments. Um, I was quite impressed with him. Again, I, you know, he'd come in, in I think as a squad player. Um, uh, Jordan Green, I thought again, very very good on the wing. Loved getting in people's faces. Really put the defence under pressure. Um, again, it's what you want the kind of energy. Uh, and uh, for me, I, I quite like Lewis Walker. Um, I liked his movement. Um, I, I don't think he'd be a main striker for any club, but to players that may be off the shot, off the main striker, I think he could do quite well. Okay, Luke, any of them? Any of them stand out for you? Um, less so inclined to take, and um, maybe Green as a squad player. I like his enthusiasm. I think he's got an interesting sort of background. The way he's been at Barnsley before, then he sort of dropped back as he said he fell out of love with football, and then he got it again playing Sunday league football. Then he for SC Dons, and then then started working his way back up. He's definitely got something. And like we were saying before we came on, like having someone like that on the bench, it'd be, it'd be crucial just to come on for those last sort of 15, 20 minutes to, to real ever go at a team. He's got so much pace and he looks really up for it. He, look, he looks um, really, really good, actually. Yeah, he's, he's made a good impression. So fair play to him. Um, whether... He, you know, when you start playing the likes of Portsmouth, whether they can have that same impact or not, I don't know because he was better against Folkestone than he was against Dover. So I'll be interested to see what he's like against Portsmouth if he gets the chance. But the others, I'll possibly not take the others. Yeah, I thought um, uh, see, Reece, uh Greenidge was the yeah. uh, conceded the free kick. Yeah, uh, was it? And I, and I kind of was thinking, you know, had that been a league game, would that have been a yellow? Maybe even you know because he maybe fouled as well, didn't he? Out wide as well after that, didn't he? he mm. Gave a couple of free kicks around the box. I, I mean, he, he, by, by no means he wasn't terrible. He he, he seemed to command the, the defense, but there was a yeah that tackle really did sort of make me wonder. Do you really want that to happen in you know the ninetieth minute if you're you know scrapping you know one all or something yeah. you know? Uh, 
but I um, mean, yeah, the rest of them, none, none of them really wowed me. Hard um, being a trialist, isn't it? You get judged on forty-five. It minutes is. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've got to show the fans what you want to do, and yeah. um, unfortunately, you know, forty-five minutes is not a long time in in football terms. But no. I would say, yeah, the the, the the three that obviously impressed me, um, uh, I, I would take a punt on as, as squad players. Um, the other three, maybe I wouldn't. Yeah. 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 I think I yeah. think I agree with squad players at maximum, really. Yeah, obviously it was the first time that we saw Shea at Alexander. Mm. Um, obviously, he played um, at his time at Wimbledon just over sixty games. Um, it's clear as day, really, that Neil Harris is looking for that second right back spot to to go behind Will Wright. Um, yeah, what did you make of I review Shea's performance? You go first, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say. I mean, to to be, again, he, he he didn't wow me, but what he did was work hard and again you want your defense to do that you know as you're uh, if you're playing right back or, or wing back you want them to be up and down the sideline and he was um again it was like, that was his first game with it uh with us yeah so obviously yeah. still learning the squad still getting into everything so look, give him a few more games i think he'll be you know i think i think he could be quite tasty at this level yeah, it's difficult, isn't it, when you're just coming in? But then yeah. Will Will came on second half, didn't he, and um, looked different level. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll be on. I'll be honest. When Will came on, I I kind of had a big smile on my face. He he, everything that Shay Shay was doing okay. Will mm. was doing excellently. Yeah. You know, again, yeah, a great. couple of really good crosses into the box. Um, and again, had we had a uh, you know a, a you know a main striker on the pitch, maybe something might have gone in. Um, I've got got to say as well, so. It was so happy to see Alex Macker back on the pitch. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, had a big smile on my face when he came on. <laughs> um, you know, he again, was grinning as much as you, though. He was loving it, wasn't he? he was, <laughs> yeah, he was. Very happy. Um, uh, so, uh, and I, I think uh, Alex Macker this year again, he, he could really do a trick for us in, in League Two if he can, you know, keep the injuries off. Uh, I think he, he looks like he was really wanting, wanting it this year. Yeah, so, yeah. He's got work to do on fitness, he'll, he'll admit that, but he, yeah. it's, it's good to see him back. And nine months out, he's, he's going to take a bit of time to get to get going. But if, if he stays fit, then it, it should be a decent addition League Two. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think I think I think he'll be a really good player for us again this year. So mm. it was nice to see him back on the pitch. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Um, Luke, you you obviously um, are a part of the the media on the mat on on the Jules match day, um, working yep. for Kent Online. Um, obviously. Um, you since Neil Harris has come in, you you obviously reported right up until the end of the season, and then uh, again into this season. How is firstly how is the mood around the camp, um, and how and how is how is Neil Harris feeling, and what's he been saying to to you guys ahead of the season? Yeah, the the mood is good, optimistic. Yeah, there's a good vibe around the place, and I think that there has been ever since he first came in at the end of last season. It's it was. I've covered a few relegations, well, two or three relegations, I think now, and it was a different kind of relegation. It was, yeah. it was strange. It's usually doom and gloom when they get relegated, but there was, um, there was a sense that yeah, we're going down, but we've we've got a man here that that's got the enthusiasm and can bring them straight back up, or at least maybe in a year or two come back up stronger, um, more structure. Um, he's he's looking at every single, you know, thing at the club trying to improve it and um 
is working as many hours as he can and he's doing it doing it positively smile on the face sort of approach um he's good with the players pally when he needs to be stern when he needs to be um yeah so far so good with him he's he's creating a good um atmosphere around the place from what i've seen yeah good 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 to hear it good to hear it um because i for one i think i'd be worried about this season if neil harris wasn't our manager um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I must admit, I think um, I think I'm only optimistic because he is in charge. I, I think that's fair to probably say. Um, you, we mentioned Matt. Um, you you just mentioned there that it was um, it it was frustrating on Saturday that um, we did all this good play, but we didn't have a main striker. But that changed uh this morning because Mikel Mandron walked through the door. Um you are smiling like a chat. Um uh yeah. You you uh yeah take it away. How how delighted are you to see the big man back in ME seven? I I am so so pleased this guy's come back. Um I I thought when he uh when he first signed for us uh when when he came to us uh, originally I thought you know, okay, he, he might do okay. You know, he's he's not a proven goal scorer again. Um, his work rate, his effort, everything he does, and, and you know, he might not be an out and out goal scorer, but the chances that he can create, honestly, it makes me so happy. Um, you know, people, I've seen a few negative comments already out there, um, but honestly, for me, having him back, uh, having him back at the police field, you know, he's not going to score us twenty goals. But he'll probably create that amount. So who, you know, for me, I, I am so so pleased. He will give us Jill's fans what we want, that excitement, that excitement back. And I'm 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 just so so happy, honestly. Uh, that goal we scored at Sunderland, I, I'm so gutted that he didn't stay and stick with us because again, I think had he stuck with us after that um COVID season, you know. Who knows what could have happened? You know, I just think he's such a, a good player. I think he goes underrated because he doesn't score, you know, hundred goals. You know, in his career, he's, he goes underrated. But it's the work rate he does off the ball, drawing players away, opening up the ga- gaps for the midfield to get through. I am, I, yeah, I am so so happy. <laughs> um, Luke, um, yeah, it, it's been it's been clear in preseason, um, certainly from the two games that the the, the missing piece of that duel. Jules Jigsaw is that they have not got a focal point up front. One thing that Mikel Mandron does give you is that vocal point. If they need to go long, yeah, he will make that stick, won't he? Yeah, but they can also play it to his feet. He yeah. can also play on the deck. I think he's got a lot of attributes. He's not just the the big lump that you know. He, he's good. On, I remember when um, he'd signed for Crew and Gillingham played Crew. He was brilliant. He'd, he'd come and get the ball and then he'd play it around and look to get back on the end of it he's um he's a very good footballer i suppose not get too carried away but he's sort of league one league two footballer um but he's a very good one i think i think it's um i think it's a very good sign in that yeah quite impressed with that and it this fits in with the way and the shape he seems to want to go i I kind of feel like he he might have some also some unfinished business obviously after that covid season being you know because he was just coming into his stride with the club and the fans were really starting to get behind him and then obviously covid hit and you know for whatever reason he, he moved on and and i think he's now going to come back and he's you know i, th- I think we're going to see 
a really fired up Mikel Mandron, and, and I'm really looking forward to seeing him, you know, uh, the yeah. weekend, hopefully against Portsmouth. Um, he's <laughs> <laughs> no, it, such a nice guy as well. It's, um, he's, he's really, really sort of down to earth and sort of he's, he'll be friendly around the fans, as you know, and, and yeah, great sign, great lad, yeah. great player. Good, 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 good. Okay. Uh, a comment from Josh. We'll we'll fire it up just below. Um, but so just just firing it back to the that back to the Dover game quite quickly. Um, he said he was talking to Ashley uh, Maynard Brewer after the game. He said it wasn't looking good and said he'd be out for a couple of months. I guess he'll be recalled if he's if he's out longer than longer than two months. Uh, yeah, not I not ideal, is it, Matt? Um, that obviously comes alongside with with what you said about um, about about obviously. Um, what he'd said to a fan, um, and and yeah, if it is longer than two months, does 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 Harris need to then potentially look back into the goalkeeper market, which he probably thought it, it sorted it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's unfortunate. Obviously, we'll have to see. Uh, they're going to, I'm sure, have a scan done uh, and, and do what they need to obviously see see what it comes back with. If it's going to be a couple of months, you know. Yes, you could potentially look at maybe a free agent, or or, or you know, could go back. Obviously, if he does get recalled by uh, his parent club, then yeah, then then we're free to get somebody else on, in from the loan market. I, it's a shame because I say I, I really did think that that first eighteen minutes watching him play, yeah, you know, he was so vocal. He really had command of the defence, and yeah, you, know, you could see he had the, the you know the description to be a very 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 good goalkeeper. Um, but obviously, injury aside, you know. Neil Harris will have to decide: Do I just stick with our youth goalkeeper and our and Jake Turner at the moment, or you know, do we delve into the market? It, I think it really depends on the length of the injury. If it is going to be more than two months, then yeah, I think maybe we'd have to dip into the into the loan uh, market again, or, or look for a free agent just to cover the basis for the time being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could always get him back in January or something like that. Get someone for six months or or whatever, but. Uh... Yeah, I think you've got to be pretty ruthless about these decisions, haven't you? You, you can't be nicey nicey about it. If he's going to be out for two or three months, then you've probably got to say let's let's look for someone else. But it's waiting to see. Yeah, which Harris seems Harris seems um like he's a bit he has got that ruthless. ruthless yeah, and and he said he said there's a lot of goalkeepers about before, hasn't he? He said there's he says it it's been been good looking for goalkeepers because there are so many good ones about and available. So yeah, hopefully you know if he's injured, there's someone else that can come in. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think um, yeah. Obviously, if you if you're watching us on Freeview, we've we've left you now. We're going to continue uh, for t- ten minutes or so um, talking about the deals on, on on Facebook and YouTube. James O'Sullivan on YouTube wants a little bit of a shout out. So there you go, James. Um, you can you can obviously fire in your comments, and we'll show them on the screen. Um, Luke. Um, we'll come to you now, a little bit about yep. yourself. Um, you've been reporting on the deals, lucky you, since two thousand and four. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Tell us tell us how you got into it. Uh, why the Jills? Um, and forgot for some reason why why so long? <laughs> <laughs> Love covering such a good team, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, there you go, there you go. We'll we'll, we'll bring you back on for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. I've enjoyed it really. Yes, because um, I joined the KM, and obviously there's there's only one football league team in there, so um, I got the opportunity to cover them at the top. The first season we did it, there was four of us. We used to share the workload. Um, but then the second season, I started doing it on my own uh, when they dropped to League One. And I've been doing it on my own since. Um, but I, I just remember that first game, it was 
It was at Priestfield against Leeds United in the Championship. Ten and a half thousand people there beat Leeds, and like it was like this is great. <laughs> but <laughs> sadly, that. <laughs> yeah, sadly, I've I've covered the demise. So. Uh, yeah. I missed all the glory days, but uh, seen some promotions, bit of relegation, and bit of everything really. It, it has been good though. No, I've enjoyed it. It's Brilliant. been what, 16, 17 seasons, I suppose now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. I asked you. I asked you beforehand. Um, what was your What was your kind of craziest story that you you you've got covering the jewels? Have you managed to think of one? Have you, got one? <laughs> you didn't give me long to think about it, did you? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I put you one spot. To be fair, as That's you know, my... those those uh, COVID years were, were weird, weren't they? I mean, I think the first COVID game I covered was the Dartford game, yeah. and we'd gone to it was one of the playoffs. I can't remember where it was. It might be Slough or something like that. Mm. And they made you wear gloves and face masks throughout the whole game. Yeah, one way everywhere. It, there was a steward stood in front of you, making sure you weren't taking the mask down to speak to everyone. It was very bizarre, but um, yeah, that was a, a very strange season. Uh, but other than that, I do, I do recall a game, um, Luton away, which is always a bit of a tricky place to get to. But the M1 was stacked; it, you couldn't move. Um, this was Ronnie Jepson's time. the The team bus got stuck. The chairman got stuck. Everyone got stuck, and I think somehow I managed to get there before everyone else. So I had a phone call from uh, Jill's chairman saying, uh, no one's at the club. No, one, no one's got there yet. Can you hand the team sheet in? I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so I got to the ground before everyone else. Went into the um, little room they've got there. Stood there with the referee and their uh, their manager. And he was like, uh, so what part of the club are you? I was like, uh, just, just like the reporter, mate. <laughs> so I had to... Uh, to, and in the team sheet, yeah, it was quite a quite a bizarre experience. But the team did get there on time, unlike the um, the late in Orient debacle, which was another fairly close game, but an absolute nightmare for everyone to get to because of an issue getting there. I think they turned up with about seven players or something like that, didn't they? That was it. I There's rumours that Simon Royce biked in, but I don't know if that was true. But, yeah, did we uh, end up wearing late late in Orient away? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy whether that was going to go ahead, but the referee insisted it was going to go ahead, and he wasn't delaying it for long. So, yeah, they they chucked out a team, and I can't remember the result. I guess they lost. I can't. I think, I think we went one 0 up through Curtis Weston, and I think we ended up losing three one. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think I think I think so. I think so. I, I think that's a game I've deleted from my memory. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Let's let's wrap up tonight. Um, just reviewing uh, Portsmouth this Saturday um, and our first real proper test um, mm. this preseason. Where I think, obviously, back at Priestfield um, for the first time this season, um, where Harris has already said when he's spoken to the Jules media team that this is this is going to be the test to see where we are as a team. Um, Matt, they are obviously a very good side under Danny Cowley. They've they've um, they've made some good signings in the summer, um, and they're becoming to Priestfield full of confidence. Um, but it will be nice to see the new faces back at Priestfield and and obviously under Neil Harris as well, won't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm sort of looking forward to the game. Um, I, th I think you know, I'd love to be able to say let's pack out Priestfield for it. I know it's only a friendly. I'd love to get. 10,000 there but you know let's get as many there as we can um I, I think let's give the players you know a nice reception um fingers tightly crossed there's a couple more signings in the door before then and 
that again, that'd be really nice, you know, to get marquee signing. I, I hear Ronaldo might be free. I don't know <laughs> we've got the budget. Um, but look, I, I think as a real test, I mean, it is a very, very good Portsmouth side. But again, look, they've got new players. They're still learning each other. Let's get the ball down. Let's play the football Neil Harris's way, pass it around. And uh, look, I think there is a very good chance, you know, uh, we could get a, res- get a result against them. I know it's only a friendly, but still, that's that's what we, as Jules fans, we want to see. We want to see results. Yeah, definitely. Luke, this will be probably, I think um, this will be this will be what um, we can probably take uh, the, the most out of um, on Saturday, won't it? It's exactly where this Jules side is come, come well, three o'clock Saturday, because I think it's a one o'clock kickoff, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, one o'clock. Um, yes, it'll be good. Yeah, good to see them playing against a good team, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah big challenge for them, though. I think uh, I think Portsmouth will, will fancy winning this one as well. But especially with the Cowleys and uh, Neil Harris knowing each other very well, I'm sure there'll be uh, some friendly rivalry on the on the touchline as well. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll both want to sort of go out and uh, put in a good performance. But it'd be great to see, great for the fans to see some of the signings as well at Priestfield. Um, so I think Will Wright was saying he's never played at Priestfield before as well. So there's players that will be looking forward to to going out and doing the stuff. Uh, I don't, I can't see a massive gate really, but uh, you never you never know. But it it'll be a good test, good to see, especially after you know you've seen you've done folks in the Dover. Let's you know let's see what they can do now. Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be really nice to I think see a couple of the trialists again, say play yeah. slightly better opposition, see what they're like. Um, you might get a slight more feel to, to, to them as as players. Um, I don't know if there's any more that are trialists or anything that he's got coming through the door or anything, but, you know, it, it, I think it'll be a fun game. It'll be a nice, you know, entertaining game if we get the ball down and play it like we did at Dover. You know, I think we could uh, cause uh, Portsmouth a bit of uh, bit of trouble. <laughs> there's, they've got a game on Wednesday as well, apparently, haven't they? So I think they've got a, a training ground game. Champions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, this will be an interesting one. Okay. Okay. Cool. Perfect way to wrap it up tonight. Uh, Matt, Luke, thank you ever so much for joining me. Um, Yeah. So the Jules are up to eight new signings through the Priestfield door as Neil Harris takes his side back to Priestfield on Saturday as Portsmouth come to town. Um, So let's see. Let's wait and see. Um, Tonight, you've been watching the ME7 podcast. Good night. Good night. 